Numbers 31. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Avenge the children of Israel on the Midianites, and afterward you will be gathered to your people. Moses spoke to the people, saying, Arm men from among you for war, that they may go against Midian to execute Yahweh's vengeance on Midian. You shall send 1,000 out of every tribe throughout all the tribes of Israel to war. So there were delivered out of the thousands of Israel a thousand from each tribe, 12,000 armed for war. Moses sent them, a thousand of each tribe, to the war with Phinehas the son of Eliezer the priest, to the war with the vessels of the sanctuary and the trumpets for the alarm in his hand. They fought against Midian as Yahweh commanded Moses. They killed every male. They killed the kings of Midian with the rest of their slain, Evi, Rechem, Zer, Hur, Reba, the five kings of Midian. They also killed Balaam, the son of Beor, with the sword. The children of Israel took the women of Midian captive with their little ones, and all of their livestock, all their flocks, and all their goods they took as plunder. All their cities in the places in which they lived, and all their encampments they burned with fire. They took all the captives and all the plunder, both of man and of animal. They brought the captives with the prey and the plunder to Moses and to Eliezer the priest and to the congregation of the children of Israel to the camp at the plains of Moab, which are by the Jordan of Jericho. Moses and Eliezer the priest, with all the princes of the congregation, went out to meet them outside the camp. Moses was angry with the officers of the army, the captains of thousands and the captains of hundreds who came from the service of the war. Moses said to them, have you saved all the women alive? Behold, these caused the children of Israel, through the counsel of Balaam, to commit trespass against Yahweh in the matter of Peor, and so the plague was among the congregation of Yahweh. Now therefore kill every male among the little ones, and kill every woman who has known men by lying with him. But all the girls who have not known man by lying with him, keep alive. And camp outside of the camp for seven days, Whoever has killed any person, and whoever has touched any slain, purify yourselves on the third day, and on the seventh day, you and your captives. You shall purify every garment, and all that is made of skin, and all work of goat's hair, and all things made of wood. Eliezer the priest said to the men of war who went to the battle, This is the statute of the law which Yahweh has commanded Moses. However, the gold and the silver, the bronze, the iron, the tin, and the lead, Everything that may withstand the fire, you shall make to go through the fire, and it shall be clean. Nevertheless, it shall be purified with the water for impurity. All that doesn't withstand the fire, you shall make to go through the water. You shall wash your clothes on the seventh day, and you shall be clean. And afterward you shall come into the camp. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Count the plunder that was taken, both of man and of animal, you and Eliezer the priest, and the heads of the father's households of the congregation, and divide the plunder into two parts, between the men skilled in war who went out to battle, and all the congregation. Levy a tribute to Yahweh of the men of war who went out to battle, one soul of five hundred of the persons of the cattle, of the donkeys, and of the flocks, take it from their half, and give it to Eliezer the priest for Yahweh's wave offering. Of the children of Israel's half, you shall take one drawn out of every fifty of the persons, of the cattle, of the donkeys, of all the flocks, and of the livestock, and give them to the Levites who perform the duty of Yahweh's tabernacle. 
Moses and Eleazar the priest did as Yahweh commanded Moses. Now the plunder, over and above the booty which the men of war took, was 675,000 sheep, 72,000 head of cattle, 61,000 donkeys, 32,000 persons in all, of the woman who had not known man by lying with him. The half which was the portion of those who went out to war was in number 337,500 sheep, and Yahweh's tribute of sheep was 675. The cattle was 36,000, of which Yahweh's tribute was 72. The donkeys was 30,500, of which Yahweh's tribute was 61. The persons was 16,000, of whom Yahweh's tribute was 32 persons. Moses gave the tribute, which was Yahweh's wave offering to Eleazar the priest, as Yahweh commanded Moses. Of the children of Israel's half, which Moses divided off from the men who fought, now the congregation's half was 337,500 sheep, 36,000 head of cattle, 30,500 donkeys, and 16,000 persons. Even of the children of Israel's half, Moses took one drawn out of every 50, both of man and of animal, and gave them to the Levites who performed the duty of Yahweh's tabernacle as Yahweh commanded Moses. The officers who were over the thousands of the army, the captains of thousands and the captains of hundreds, came near to Moses. They said to Moses, Your servants have taken the sum of the men of war who were under our command, and there lacks not one man of us. We have brought Yahweh's offering, what every man found, gold ornaments, armlets, bracelets, signet rings, earrings and necklaces, to make atonement for our souls before Yahweh. Moses and Eleazar the priest took their gold, even all the worked jewels, all the gold of the wave offering that they offered up to Yahweh, of the captains of thousands and of the captains of hundreds, was 16,750 shekels. The men of war had taken booty, every man for himself. Moses and Eleazar the priest took the gold of the captains of thousands and of hundreds and brought it into the tent of meeting for a memorial for the children of Israel before Yahweh. So a few chapters ago, the Midianites had, at the advice of Balaam, had done this terrible thing where they had seduced the Israelites um, by tempting them with worshipping of Baal and the sexual immorality that went along with it. And God was so angry with them and he said, now, strike the Midianites. And, uh, and this, that's what this chapter is all about. This chapter is all about the fact that the Midianites are just wiped out. Every man destroyed, uh, and all the women destroyed except for um, basically the virgins. But in these cultures, you know, women were married at such a young age, basically all that were left were just the little girls, basically. And it said there were 32,000 little girls. So there's a lot of people have been destroyed here, and we don't know the number, but it's presumably hundreds of thousands of people have died. And... Um, so, and the leader of this battle is Phineas. You remember from um, a few chapters back that Phineas was the man that got zealous for the Lord and he plunged the spear through Zimri and Cosby and the plague ended. And so Phineas is here someone that's so zealous for God. He's so zealous for righteousness and what's right that he ends up being the one to lead the army. So we've got an interesting picture here. On one hand, we've got you know, what people with their modern minds think, that, oh, this is so bad, you know, God's telling people to go and destroy. And it does sure sound bad to the modern here. 
the modern ear, the modern hearing, no doubt about it. But we have to remember a few things. First of all, we have to remember that this is in the context of a long, long time ago, and the Midianites were people that were so afflicted, you know, infected, afflicted, affected by evil that the Lord wanted them removed. There were certainly people in the Bible that the Lord did completely judge. Like you think of Noah's Ark, where the Lord just judged the whole world and destroyed them. Well, the Lord can do that. He's entitled to judge people, and in fact, he is going to judge every person. And if people complain about this, well, they don't realize that they themselves will stand before the Lord and be judged one day. And if they've been immoral, and if they've been evil, they too will be judged. And people don't realize how seriously the Lord takes sin. And the Lord could just as easily have destroyed all the Midianites with an earthquake or, or a plague, or, but in this case, he wanted the children of Israel to go and destroy them because there was a lesson in it for us. And here's the lesson. This is the other side of the coin. The lesson is that there are sometimes things in our lives which afflict us, they come against us to tempt us or to lead us astray, and we're not supposed to put up with them. And um, so they were in the desert for 40 years, and they basically were secluded from temptation. But when they came and began to be near the Moabites and the Midianites, this temptation was put before them, and it caused them to have struggles and to fall. But the Lord said, strike them and destroy it. And here's the spiritual lesson. We're supposed to see things in our life that are, that are afflicting us spiritually, and we're supposed to just cut it off and remove it out of our life. In the New Testament, the Lord Jesus said, if your eye causes you to sin, poke it out. Or if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Now, we all know that that's just a metaphor. We're not actually supposed to gouge our eyes out or cut our hands off. But the lesson is the same lesson that this whole chapter is teaching us, as if there's something that comes against you so as to cause you spiritual pain or temptation or to cause you to turn away from the Lord, you've got to re remove that thing completely and destroy it. So for some people, for example, you know, they might be tempted by pictures on the internet. So yeah, they could on one hand poke out their eyes, that's true, but on the other hand, they could just simply control the internet. If they can't not control themselves, they could have no internet. I mean, there are other ways of going about it that where you can take the Lord completely at his word. You can remove the ability or the temptation from you. And that's what this chapter is teaching us, to so completely destroy it so that it is removed from us. And uh, at the end of this chapter, they capture a lot of war trophies. In fact, 675,000 sheep were captured. 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys, 32,000 unmarried women or girls. This was the plunder, as well as gold, bracelets, all that stuff. There's a lot of, a lot of treasure. And I think what I realized from this is when a man or a woman seeks the Lord and they go after the Lord and they're ruthless about getting rid of other temptations in their life, you know what they find? They find the treasures of the Lord. They find the pearl of great price. And Jesus actually said, he said, if a he told a parable about someone who found a treasury hidden in the field and they sold everything else so they could get that one field. Well, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about the treasures that come when you really seek the Lord and put everything else aside. And this whole chapter just illustrates that for us. Lord, 
Forgive us that we've treasured so many other things and not treasured you. But now, Lord, help us to put aside every weight. The New Testament says to throw aside every weight that hinders. Lord, let our eyes be upon Christ. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you.